sent the Prophet Muhammad as a guide as a hadi Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not send the Prophet for upholding social justice or for creating a political system nor did he come for the sake of protecting the rights of women, children, neighbors, slaves, and others. He was sent as a Rasul. He was sent as a Hadi, a guide. The danger of using secular language to describe a reality that is based on wahi is that you distort Islam. People are writing books on the Prophet and they're copying the Orientalists. They're copying the non-Muslims who write on Islam. And they assume that the Prophet came to reform the tribal practices of the Arab and he came to demonstrate that there is social justice and there is something as human rights etc. So people use a social justice paradigm and language to represent the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam This is wrong It is false It is a distortion It is a bid'ah Why? Because the Rasul has A comprehensive mission And the purpose of his mission Is twofold the first, which is the most important, and that is to help people with their salvation, with their najat. And their salvation, najat, is where? Is in the akhirah. Is not in this world. That is the basic function of every Nabi, every Rasul. It is, for lack of a better word, a religious a religious dini function of a Rasul and a Nabi this should not be adulterated and messed up with mundane and secular ideas of prophethood now 
how do we see this? There's another purpose for revelation, which we may discuss today, we may not. Okay. This one at least. So when you look at the language of Wahi, the Prophet وسلم, always combined belief in Allah and the day of judgment for human behavior. He did not isolate them. Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir fal yu'min jarahu treating your neighbors being kind to your neighbors being friendly with the neighbors which is also a very Christian value by the way but it's not secular it is not that we do this because we want to be kind to our neighbors the Prophet said whoever believes in Allah which is religious and whoever believes in the day of judgment which is after you die Where's the secularism in between? There's nothing there. <coughs> it has very little to do with what happens to you in this world. And it has everything to do with what happens to you in the other world. So now your understanding of Islam must be through the lens of the Rasul. Not through the lens of social justice. Then you say, why are you making such a big point? We're supposed to be kind to our neighbors, doesn't matter what. You say, no, there is a big point. There's a huge difference. And that is, when we believe in Allah on the last day, we hope that when we are kind to our neighbors, we will be rewarded for that kindness on the day of judgment. And that reward is not secular, it is eternal. <laughs> It is not that good feeling, oh, I helped my neighbors, I feel good. It is this belief, imanan wahtisaban, that I hope that Allah will reward me for this deed on the day of judgment, and that reward will be in Jannah, and it will be forever. It will be eternal. It is not some myopic understanding of a good deed is the good deed and the reward is the good deed. This is a very Protestant understanding of Islam. This is not how the Sahaba understood Islam. So we must be careful that when we talk about the Prophet ﷺ, his mission and when we read books on seerah, we have to be careful that we flush out, flush out any idea that the Prophet was a social reformer. He was not a social reformer. He is a Rasul. In the context of Nabu and Risala, you are recommended, obligated to do some good deeds that have to do with social reform but that's not the purpose that is not the purpose the Quran says and also the hadith that if our parents God forbid are non-Muslim we should treat them well bil ma'roof what is the purpose of that 
Is it secular? You ask anybody, mashallah, here. Allah preserve them, keep them. Anyone who is a, a person who is a convert. And ask them how many horror stories they have with their parents adjusting to the idea that they're Muslim. In this culture, when you become Muslim, your parents will invariably reject you. They're not going to open their arms and say, welcome, son, welcome, daughter, welcome, welcome. This is great. As much as there is liberalism in this country, there is a religious bias and conservatism. We must appreciate this. And if you don't believe me, ask the people in this room who are converts. They will tell you that it is a nightmare. Dealing with our parents is a nightmare. They have yet to understand that we have a freedom of religion in this country. All that is written somewhere in the Constitution. So the idea that you have to be kind to your parents post-Islam definitely is not secular. And this happened to the best. This happened to the Sahaba. When the Sahaba accepted Islam, their parents were Muslim. And the Quran comes down, be kind to your parents. So how does one evaluate this value of being kind to parents? Even though they're non-Muslim and even though they reject you and your deen. This means there's a higher level of understanding this value and that is it is Allah's will, wish and desire that you treat them kindly. It's not a secular desire or value. It is a desire of Allah Almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala. You do this because I want you to. So we must appreciate that when we are discussing Islam amongst ourselves over dinner or fundraising dinners or wherever it is we discuss Islam. That we do not succumb. We don't give in to any idea, any ideal, any concept that even remotely suggests that Islam is secular. Or that the mission of the Rasul was secular. That he came as a social reformer. That he came to do things that were good for the community. It was, that was not his maqsad. That was not his purpose. You should honor your guests if you believe in Allah on the Day of Judgment. Why? The same reason I explained. That we actually want reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We hope for reward on the Day of Judgment for doing this. It is something that revolutionizes the thinking of the Sahaba. Because the Arab, as many faults and mistakes as they had, were very hospitable. They were very hospitable. Extremely generous. And they would vie with each other in treating their guests best. And they would compose poetry. I treated my guests much better than yours. It is part of their blood, it was in their blood, it was the part of their DNA, it was their part, part of their cultural esteem and honor. 
and boasting and bragging rights that you treat your guests the best way possible. So what did the Rasul do? What do you do? He changed the paradigm. He said there's not a secular value that you can boast about it. It's a value that is deeply rooted in belief in Allah and belief on the day of judgment. So he coined it that way. Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir fal yukrim daifahu. Whoever believes in Allah and the last day, then he should honor his guest. He took away the secularism out of the equation and said, we're not doing this because we want bragging rights. The Arab were already noble, hospitable people. But they were doing it for a secular reason. And the Prophet came and said, enough of this. You want to think of eternity. You want to think of your salvation. You want to be honored by Allah as your host and you as a guest in Jannah. See, see how he flipped the paradigm? He changed and revolutionized the thinking. So we must be careful that when we read books on seerah, or when we discuss the role of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, we must not at any cost succumb to any kind of secular message that is there in their writings, in their lectures, in their speeches. Non-Muslims will present the Prophet wasallam in a very good image, but they'll remove Islam from it. They will say he was a good human being. They will say he was a social reformer. They will say he came to uphold the rights of women and children and slaves. We say this is nonsense. That was not his purpose. In the interest of your salvation, you do all this. You be kind to your parents, you be kind to your wife, you be kind to your children, you be kind to your neighbors, you be kind to Muslims, you be kind to people. Why? Because you believe in Allah and the Day of Judgment, not because it's a secular value. Not because atheists also do it. That is not how we see our deen, and definitely not how we see the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So I'm alarming you. There's a reason why I'm saying this. I'm alarming you because there are books and publications and pamphlets around in the community going everywhere where they talk about the Prophet as a great human being. We say, Baba, he was already the best human being before Nabuwa. <coughs> He was already the best citizen of Mecca before Nabuwa. That's a done deal. That's closed. What did he become after Nabuwa? Uh, he became a man of Allah. He became the Rasul of Allah. He became the Nabi of Allah. So now, that Muslim's, uh, Muslim's behavior is, through the, is following the seer of the Prophet So his behavior should be high and above any kind of secular behavior. The disappointing fact is that Muslims don't behave. 
That's what's disappointing. If you behave like the Prophet, everybody in your neighborhood will become Muslim. But the problem is we don't behave like the Prophet. So now, presenting the Prophet in a secular model is relegating him. You are demeaning him. That is not what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him for. He sent him as a guide. As a hadi. Someone who tells people how to live in this world so that they can live in the other world. That's the purpose. And we follow him in everything that is related to the other world in our salat, psalm, zakat, hajj, everything that we do. We follow the Prophet and We all love the Prophet therefore we follow him. But now we should follow him in behavior and example and everything else that comes with life. We must be very careful and we must not shy away from debating people who say that the Prophet had a secular mission. He did not have a secular mission. His mission hasn't even started yet. His mission's on the day of judgment when he gives shafa in front of Allah. Allah save this person. Allah save this person. Allah save this person. That is not secular. That is on the day of judgment. That's one of his missions. That he is now a shafir. He's a shafir. He's going to make intercession and give shafir on the day of judgment. That will be the completion of his mission. If you understand this point, you'll understand everything I'm saying. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to follow the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ameen ya rabbal